everyone. My name is Carly Ann, and I'm a health and wellness enthusiast who dropped out of grad school to travel the world and discover my real passion and desire for helping others. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go. I'm on an ever-evolving journey that is often messy, unsure, and a bit crazy at times, but I am choosing crazy over easy. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired and motivated to love the journey you are on while also learning to appreciate when things feel like somewhat of a hot mess. Thanks again for tuning in. I am your host, Carly Ann, and this is the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. Welcome back to the Crazy Over Easy Podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. If not, I hope you're going to make it a great day. I was sitting here and I was like, gosh, I haven't recorded in so long. I feel like I've been away for so long. But I was like, wait, doesn't make a difference to you guys. I just got back from vacation last night. Um, We went to Ixtapa, Mexico for a family vacation. And so I feel like I'm super behind, if that makes sense. But podcasts have been on point. So you guys are not behind. I just feel very behind. So anyways, I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Um, I definitely am feeling rejuvenated today, but also behind. You know how that is after vacation. You're like, gosh, this is so wonderful. You like allow yourself to turn off to, you know, I would hope the most extent that you can. And then you get thrown back into the chaotic, like, oh my gosh, the laundry and catching up on work and the emails that I just was like, oh, I'll get back to them. So I apologize if that is you who is waiting to uh, hear back from me. I just definitely tuned out for a week, which was so wonderful. It was actually our very first vacation without um, a set of grandparents. So um, typically, or I, yeah, actually not even just since Caden, but marriage and everything, we travel with our families, which is so wonderful and so fun. But we were actually down there for one of our best friend's 40th birthday parties. And so it was, um, we all worked for Club Med together. So it's like Australia flew in and Quebec flew in and Mexico came and the US came. And so um, lots of families, but not our family. Uh, and it was just so nice because I feel like we actually had some moments of just the three of us, if that makes sense because we haven't done that yet. And with the fourth little one, or you know, our second little one making four of us on the way, um, yeah, it was just so nice. But this episode is kind of spinning off of last week's episode. So if you did not hear last week, Casey and I did a Q&A together. I realized we hadn't done one since December, or no, gosh, way before that. I asked the questions to you guys in December. I was like, hey, let us know um, what questions you have. So it had been a long time since we had done a Q&A. And so many of the questions you guys asked were based on relationships and not from the perspective of parenting or marriage. It was just relationships in general. And I just thought for me personally, um, I wanted to do a podcast on it. So that's what I'm going to do today. Just addressing some of the questions, but also um, talking about my perspective of relationships, maybe how they were skewed or my expectations or my assumptions. And um, again, unfiltered, just kind of I was, you know, thinking and reflecting on our vacation that we just had and, you know, photos are blissful, right? Memories you can capture and hopefully with a family vacation, you don't really factor in the negative moments. You try and block those out and only factor in the positives, but social media definitely only shows the positives. It shows the beautiful filtered photos. It shows the highlights on the stories and 
I was thinking about it, I was like, gosh, you know, for the most part, that's social media for all relationships. And maybe a lot of you who are moms, you, uh, you know, we just had Mother's Day. Maybe you were scrolling through social media and you saw some of the adorable things other husbands did or boyfriends or significant others, other moms did for, you know, their spouse or a best friend. Um, and I just, I don't know, my head was like, gosh, I feel like it's probably so hard to grasp what a relationship is supposed to look like or feel like. And again, I am no expert. Your girl is still trying to figure that out. Um, as Casey and I disclosed last week, like we have had so many ups and downs, so many struggles, and we're still trying to figure it out. But I just kind of wanted to have an independent chat about it because not that I'm overly experienced in the relationship department. I've had literally one other boyfriend besides Casey, who's now my husband. Um, but I think that I had always had unrealistic expectations Um unrealistic expectations. I think I said that right. Of um, relationships or dating or marriage or intimacy for most of my life and not because of my parents, not because of relationships that I saw, but um, like in my everyday life, but more so as social media has progressed throughout, you know, for me, it was my 20s. Uh, We had when I when Facebook first started, we had to have a uh, college email in order to get onto Facebook. I did not have Facebook for the longest time. I had it in college, deleted it, and then didn't get it again until I worked for Club Med just to kind of keep in contact with a lot of the people that lived all over the world. And then I started my Instagram um, when I started my like health and wellness and fitness journey and all of that. So anyways, for me, I feel like a lot of my uh, uh, relationship expectations and assumptions were definitely Disney and Nicholas Sparks. And then that transpired into social media and the highlight reel. And so with Casey and I chatting last week, hopefully it was inspiring and uplifting and just encouraging in terms of wherever you are at, whether it's dating, whether it's investing more time into just you as an individual, knowing that you have things that you want to work on before you invest in a relationship or allow yourself to give part of you over to somebody else because I really do feel like that is part of a relationship. You are giving part of yourself over, whether it's parenting or a spouse. So um, Casey and I definitely have a great relationship and I love that he is willing to talk about the struggles, talk about intimacy, obviously not too into too much extent, but you guys know I am an open book and I think I've struggled in my relationships throughout my life Um, and my previous relationship was 10 years. So I feel like it was eight relationships in one. You know, it was like as you got older and, uh, you know, went through high school and then went through college and all the transitions of just adolescence and, you know, going into that part of early, early adulting. I don't even know. Uh, You go through a lot of transitions. And so I feel like I kind of honed into the fairy tale side of relationships, but then I also felt very uninformed in terms of, you know, what intimacy was supposed to look like on an emotional level, on an, a physical level, on a um even a mental perspective, right? Like what are your what are the conversations that you're having? What are how are you bettering each other? All of those things. And so Again, no expert, but I just feel like it's really important to recognize that you can see these images and you can see social media and it can really impact us. I know for me, love Casey to death. You guys, he is the most like sincere, thoughtful, incredible human being ever. I mean, genuinely, I can say that with full confidence. But for instance, Mother's Day, this was my, I would call it my third Mother's Day, but still I have yet to 
ever even get a card or a gift or anything. And that's not even just on him. Like we've never really been home for Mother's Day. Yesterday we were traveling for 14 and a half hours. Um, Last year it was, we randomly had this like day at our house where we had people coming here to clean up. We had like landscapers. And I remember he went and he bought a blower, like a leaf blower. And he was saying, he said he had to run to Ace. And if you guys know him, he's obsessed with Ace. And I was like, oh, that's his like, he's going to go get me a gift, you know? And again, I don't need anything. I just like was like, oh, this is Casey, right? It's expectations or my assumptions and what you see other people getting or doing or spending their day with family on Mother's Day. Oh no, he came back with a leaf blower and uh, the day was literally spent like with landscapers, which again, totally fine. But clearly, if I'm talking about it now, it's something that's impacted me, right? It was just like, oh shoot, that sucks because I saw so-and-so do this or so-and-so do that. And you fall into that trap of comparison. We all know comparison is the thief of joy. But I don't think a lot of us look look at relationships as much or I guess acknowledge how much we compare our relationship or our expectation of a future relationship we're hoping to have um, based on comparisons. So I know for me, that might even be, I saw yesterday a lot of people posting even about their own moms, and my mom is one of my best friends. But you read into some of these posts, right, about how incredible their mom is or their relationship with their mom is, how they're their best friend. And I think sometimes we unknowingly Uh, allow that to impact us or why don't we have that or is that how this is supposed to be or do I have something that maybe isn't how it's supposed to be because I see x y and z and it just kind of got me thinking as I'm you know I made a reel this morning going through all of our photos from our vacation and it just looked like absolute bliss right which you guys it was phenomenal we needed it and it was definitely some core memories that were made but I never want to come across as you know, oh, there's no problems or it's not perfect. But I also don't want to be like, oh, you have to find the negative in it, right? Like in order to normal, like to normalize this relationship, let's find the negative. I just really wanted to address for me, especially my assumptions and expectations. I definitely thought that with all relationships there, like especially marriage, I thought that there was a certain amount of times a week you were supposed to be intimate. Or I thought that, you know, you, the, the, the male or somebody in the relationship always desired the the female or the other person in the, in the relationship. Or um, I think I just had, un, I don't even know what it was. I mean, I'm sure you guys have even read, I know for me, even some of the books I'm reading, I'm like, oh gosh, is this, like it's messy, right? Like it's, you see the mess of the relationship, but then you, you read those blissful and perfect moments and the intimacy and the sexual tension and the little love gestures. And you, you do, you get in your head and you're like, oh shoot, like, do we still have this? Or did we ever have this? And I think that, you know, after us chatting last week and us being able to reflect in hindsight about our like really hard struggles and hard times like the first eight months of um, us being parents I think it can seem a little bit more glazed over right because we're reflecting back as opposed to opening up about the struggle in that moment and you guys know I always talk about appreciating the struggle but also living through it a lot of us are going from point a to point b and we're needing help we're needing guidance but it's usually the perspective from point b that somebody shares and last week that's what we were doing we were reflecting on a time that was really hard for us but we weren't necessarily talking about right now and you know even on vacation last week the last couple days casey just kind of he got quiet and just kind of 
out of it and I knew something was up. But Casey also isn't ready to ever chat about things or talk about things until he has processed them himself. He's not very good at talking about them while he is attempting to kind of understand how he's feeling. And we briefly spoke and he just said how he was already feeling the pressures of heading back to work, uh, you know, a couple days. We still had three more days of our vacation. I was like, you know, we don't want to live for Monday right now. We want to be in the moment. But he has had such a hard season of work lately uh, and just feeling a little bit overwhelmed, um, not enough support in in his role at the company in terms of needing somebody else to kind of help step up. And he just started feeling the weight of that, knowing he was going back to that, knowing that our routine was going to set back in place. But it was taking away from our current moment, right? Here we are, thousands of miles away from home, 14 and a half hours on flights to get home. And it was it was impacting him. But in turn, it was impacting us because I wasn't feeling his joy. And it sounds bad, but we sometimes have to force ourselves to get out of our everyday routine in order for us to kind of find that light and that fire to rekindle us. And things can be great, but it's still not that passion and that Uh, I can't even put it into words, but you know that spark that you have with your significant other or a person that you're dating or somebody who you've chatted with. It could even be a best friend, right? It's something that just gets you guys back into that like happy-go-lucky state. I know with my best friend who went to a country concert a few months ago and it was just the two of us and it was like this moment of you almost feel like you're back in college and you're just youthful again and all the memories that the two of you have had just flood back together and it's just that spark that you need to kind of bring laughter and light back into the lightheartedness that that relationship has, right? Friendships, motherhood, sisters, relationships, boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever it is, sometimes we need that spark and we need that thing to bring us back. And Club Med usually is that for Casey and I because we worked together in Club Med and our relationship evolved and really transpired from there. But at the same time, when we were in Club Med working, that was our reality. We didn't have a life back home to reflect on, if that makes sense. Like, And we had our families. But our existence at that time, like our whole uh, re- responsibilities and everything were based in Club Med. So we could be grounded in that moment. We could be grounded in that day. Whereas now Club Med is a vacation. It takes us away from our reality, but it doesn't mean that those responsibilities back home don't go away. One of the nights we were like, oh shoot, we have to pay our credit cards. Like we totally forgot our credit cards were due because we were away at the beginning of the month. And so it's just those things that pull you back into reality when sometimes you are trying to be in the moment, right? especially on a vacation. It's like this alter alter reality. But I do think that for me, I see the reels and I see the posts that other people share. I see these relationships that just seem to be passionate and uh, just electrifying, right? Like they're just always such a great, you, you see the bond, you see the love, whether it's with their kids or each other. And I know I have that, but your mind does that that quick, oh shoot, do I have that? Or is this enough? Or is this is this social media worthy? And I think that if we are in the dating world especially, we second guess everything. You go on that first date and you wonder about, oh, well, do they have this or do they have that? And it's almost as if you have a checklist in your head that you have always wanted that other person to have. And if they don't have all those things on that first date, you're kind of like, oh, do I want to put the time into it? But like for me, if I just met Casey at a bar one night, I mean, obviously I met him when I was on vacation. I thought he was really attractive and fun, cute guy, but I I genuinely really didn't like see 
I, I was on vacation. He worked there. It wasn't like this. Oh my gosh, you know, I need to keep in contact with this guy. A year later, when I walked into the restaurant and saw he was working there and I was working there and I was like already physically attracted to him, it was kind of that, oh my gosh, I'm screwed kind of a thing. But it also took, gosh, six to eight months of us hanging out daily, weekly to build that emotional connection, to learn more about him, to not just see him as a friend. Like, yes, emotions were getting heightened, but it wasn't from a first date thing, right? And in today's world, it is. It's a lot of the uh, apps. And so then we go to the social media, we see if we feel that flame or feel that spark or have those interests, and then we choose to move forward. It's not allowing a friendship to develop because that's just not our reality now, right? It's a lot of fast-paced things. And so I think that when we are potentially in that dating aspect or even even married and you're looking at these things and seeing these sparks and seeing these quick posts with that quick um, recognition or that quick you know, oh my gosh, look how perfect they are or, oh, their date went so well or whatever it may be, we then correlate that to where we are at in life or what we are looking for. Uh, I'm reading a new Colleen Hoover book. Um, A lot of you guys recommended it to me. It's called Ugly Love. And one of the chapters, it's a brief little like moment, but one of the characters, she lists off all these things that she wants in a guy. And they're 16 years old. They're in high school. And this best friend goes over to the next lunch table and grabs this guy and he is exact opposite of everything she said you know she said over six foot and this guy's five seven she says blonde hair this guy has dark hair like literally there's nothing about him that is off of her checklist but then within the first three minutes of them chatting it's the humor they have like that very similar personality and humor and I just found it to be so interesting so I was like oh my gosh so often we have that checklist and we have those things that we expect to see or hope to see or if anything it's like a non-negotiable right and so we don't allow ourselves to dig deeper beyond what we see at first and I think that's also similar in our current relationships. For me and my marriage, I know that with Casey, there's so many layers to peel back. And it's not the PDA, if you guys know my husband. Oh my gosh, he is so not into PDA. Like literally, I think it all started because with Club Med, we could not show people we were in a relationship. Like we literally could not, nobody could know we were in a relationship. Guests, absolutely not. Our coworkers, it was probably eight months into our relationship, like fully dating 100% boyfriend or girlfriend, it was probably about eight months until even our friends knew for sure that we were together. And so that has been something that has been really hard to break down our walls in our our relationship now, in our marriage. I know for me, sometimes you need that reassurance, right? You need that little slap on the bum or that little kiss on the cheek or the kiss on the forehead in the public settings. And that's just not Casey. So those are things that I personally have had to move past in order to... um, I guess like not, uh, I've had to move past that so that I don't judge our relationship or his love for me based on those things. Um, I have also been open and shared with him things that I do appreciate and I do like, but I also never want them to be from a place that isn't genuine. And so I think sometimes when we watch the movies and we're like, oh my gosh, look how cute they are. Like, oh, me and more like, look what he does for her or, you know, whatever it may be. You don't want them to do something that isn't genuine or isn't authentic, but it's also learning your significant other or learning the person that you're dating or what it is that you need or want to see. But I feel like, and maybe again, maybe it's heightened just because I saw a lot of 
Mother's Day posts yesterday and a lot of people expressing their love to their wife or their girlfriend or, you know, the mother of their child or whomever it was. And I think that it can make a lot of us feel really lonely. Maybe you're lonely in the relationship you're in because you don't know if you have the things that you need or want. Or maybe you are really happy with your relationship and loving how things are going, but then you see somebody else and you're like, oh shoot, are we supposed to have that? So for me, I just, that was a huge roundabout way of kind of addressing everything. But for me personally, I know that in my past relationship, um, I really, really struggled when I had so many insecurities. And so I always questioned every little thing that my boyfriend at the time was doing, but I never appreciated the good things he was doing. Like I never appreciated the little things that had his love language in it or whatever it may be. Because again, I had these expectations and assumptions in my head of how a relationship was supposed to go. And it almost took away from what I was experiencing in the moment. Again, it was not a healthy relationship. So at least towards the end. So it was definitely not something that, um, it was okay if I read into it a little bit because <laughs> I needed to kind of find the red flags. But then with Casey, I think that there were things that I missed in my previous relationship like in terms of things I did not have in my previous relationship. And I almost tried to make them come to fruition with Casey. Like, oh, I didn't have this in my last relationship. I want this now. And I can't change who Casey is. And I also feel like I had to get to a point that some of my unrealistic expectations and assumptions of a relationship were based off of the movies or based off of the books or based off of Disney or Nicholas Sparks. And it was things that I think if you have that, absolutely incredible. And it's I think that we should all want the world for ourselves. But I was missing the other little things Casey did. I was missing the things that were through his love language. And I think that if we're so hyper-focused on what we see on social media or the love that is elicited in those moments, we'll miss out on our own love. And a lot of you asked very specific questions and you asked about intimacy and you asked about fighting and you asked about communication. And full disclosure, like Casey and I had said, like we've had a lot of ups and downs when it comes to intimacy and expectations of what intimacy looks like. And I think with each transition through life, whether it was dating and then engagement and then marriage and then kiddos, it's it looks different in each season. I think just open communication is really important. I, I definitely let it impact me when maybe Casey isn't pursuing me when I would assume, oh, don't guys, you know, don't guys want to have sex every single day or five times a day? And so I would always let it impact me as opposed to talking to him about it. Or even for instance, this past week, right? Like knowing something was bothering him and just seeing the impact of what work has on his mental health, his emotional health, his physical well-being. But instead of allowing it to be about him, I turned <laughs> turned it around and made it be about me. I was like, okay, what's going on? Because I don't feel like I'm getting the the Casey, the vacation Casey, or the attention that I need or want. And it just took a quick conversation to kind of have that, you know, chat and whatever. But um, I was just really, I don't know. It just makes me sad that a lot of us are either in the dating world and looking for what we see on social media, or what we see in movies, or we're in a marriage and we assume that maybe we are unhappy or not. I think it's different when we know we're not where we want to be. Because believe me, there's been so many times in our marriage where I, and I actually opened up to one of my girlfriends who was on the trip this past week. I 
I don't want to just settle, right? Like I don't want to just say, oh my gosh, we've been married for three years or 10 years or 15 years. Like that's why we don't have X, Y, and Z. I want to constantly be challenging my relationship to get better because I do want extraordinary. I want the cute love. I want the you know, the intimacy and the emotional connection to just keep growing and getting better. But that doesn't mean that I can't acknowledge that what we have is wonderful. And I feel like always wanting more is important, but I think it's also really important to recognize, are you appreciating what you have, right? And I know for me, for a long time, I didn't. I just kept pushing the buttons and I kept, I think I almost drove Casey nuts because I just didn't acknowledge and appreciate what we had as it was growing. I didn't allow it to just grow at the rate that it needed to. I always say I'm slow to grow, yet I expected my relationship to just exceed all expectations and to just blow out of the water with love and affection and intimacy and perfection and literally a I mean fairy tale and I think that with Casey and I it's been so slow to grow and I allowed that to really really impact me for a long time I thought maybe it meant that we didn't have the passion or we didn't have that thing that it thing right and it's just allowed things to grow slower and to have a a better connection but I think at where I was at in life at my, you know, my late twenties coming out of a relationship that I, um, I don't know my, my, again, I never like, I don't want to say anything bad about anybody, but my last relationship really did impact me. And I just felt like I maybe wasn't enough. And so then I expected a lot from Casey in terms of having him help me feel or make me feel like I was more than enough. And there was no other woman in the world. And all of that. And I think we all want that. I think we all want to feel like, you know, the icing on the cake and the perfection in, in another person's eyes. But um, I needed to allow things to go at a slower pace and to really grow and be what it is today and to be beautiful. And so um, I definitely want to have more chats about this just because I feel as though a lot of us have expectations and assumptions of what we want our relationship to be, whether it's with a kid, whether it's without a kid, whether it's transitioning into a marriage, whether it's in the dating realm. And I think that a big thing is, like I said at the beginning, to just where are you getting those expectations and assumptions from and to really allow yourself to analyze your significant other and their pace because Casey's so much slower than I am and he is so much softer with what he does if that makes sense like I would be the one that would like run and jump into his arms and I don't care who's in the room but that's also not that's not his level or I don't even know what that would be that's not like what he does that doesn't that's just not how he reacts to things and so learning to adjust but then also receive how he does love on me and show me affection and um, show me his little PDA in his way, if that makes sense. So it's like when he does grab my hand, I've allowed that to just become such an overwhelming um, little note of love because he doesn't do those things. That's just not, again, it's just not him. And so allowing yourself to really appreciate and understand your significant other's uh, gestures, if you will, I think that is really important. And again, coming off of a vacation with highlight reels and posting those highlight reels, just know that social media is going to impact us. Our books are going to impact us. I've gotten really into books lately and I read these stories and I'm just like, oh wow, that is so passionate and those little gestures and whatever it is. But again, our our significant other or the person that we are dating 
they have their own the, their own things that they do. So let's not miss those things. Let's not miss out on what they are doing because we expect it to look like something else. Um, and as for, you know, if you are not dating anybody, it's the the best friend, best friend relationships. It's the mom relationships. Uh, you know, now with me being a mom, I'm just like, oh gosh, you know, am I going to be able to have that connection so-and-so has with their kid or yada, yada, yada. And I'm already going into the comparison game of somebody who's 32 years old, you know, and has a parent who's 65 or whatever it is and here I am with my (laughs) 20 month year old wondering if I'll be able to be a part of his adult life and I don't want to wish away that time and I also just want to appreciate the time that I do have with Caden now at his age and that now that I am his world right now so anyways that is all I have for you guys today I know relationships can be um, a heavy topic and I would love to address this with somebody like with a friend or um, you know somebody who does chat about this stuff more there were a ton of questions about intimacy and I feel like that would be better to chat with um somebody who maybe is like a professional in that realm um but anyways that is all I have for you guys today as always I appreciate you so so much make it a great day and I'll catch you in the next one Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. Your continued support means more than you know. If you enjoyed today's podcast, it would be greatly appreciated if you could leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast, as well as screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, Michael, for making this podcast possible. I appreciate each of you so much. And if you'd like to know more about me or follow me on other social medias, you can find me on all platforms at Carly Andell. Thank you again, and I'll catch you in the next episode.